your source for cruise news and planning. From Royal to Disney, this is Rope Drop on Deck. Welcome to another Rope Drop on Deck. I am Doug McKnight, and I'm here with Michelle McKnight. Michelle, it's been another busy week of the fall, hasn't it? It has. It was homecoming for our kids. All the homecoming festivities of cross-country football and a dance. And band. And band. Well, band is at football. When I say football, I mean band. We had a band competition this week. We did have a band on Wednesday. It's not stop. Wednesday was band. Thursday was cross-country. Friday was the home football game. And devil mania all day long. That's right. Our school is the Blue Devil, so all day on Friday was Devil Mania, where Michelle danced in a skit. I did, in the back, in the back. The kids. You my, should have been in the front row. Our kids said it wasn't so embarrassing because I was in the back. I was like, okay, great. I think the idea is mainly to embarrass the children, though. Yeah. So the senior parents do a lip sync slash skit, and Michelle danced. I got out of dancing though, didn't I? Yeah, you had to play your trumpet. Which was just as embarrassing. No. I missed all the notes. All the notes. So, anyway, it was a it was a fun time. Uh, homecoming. We have a senior. It's a lot different. Anywho, let's move on to the show. Today we're going to talk about adults only cruising on DCL, aren't we? Yeah, we've done it quite a few times. We have. So, but before we get to that, first... Apple Podcast Reviews. We have no new five-star reviews to read, so if you want me to read it, go ahead and leave a review, and I will read a five-star review on air. So maybe next week we'll have something exciting to read, and before next week comes, we're going to get to this week's Word of the Day. Michelle, this is everyone's favorite part. The Word of the Day is swell, and not like, hey, I'm doing swell, right? Like Right. And that's swell. what that's what Webster gives me. So I went deeper. It's because I'm swell. No. No. So like more of a technical term, the swell is a series of mechanical or surface gravity waves generated by distant weather systems that propagate thousands of miles across oceans and seas. Holy crap. That's a lot. Surface thousands of miles. Alright, so what does that really mean? It could get a little bumpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been in some bigger swells, as they say. So hurricane season, they produce swells that propagate against across thousands of miles. So just because you're not by the hurricane, you may have some swells. So I thought that was appropriate for um, September, October, because... We're almost there. We've got a month and a half-ish left we can do it guys get through that hurricane season no just like a month and a week or two. month and a week yeah a month and a week because november 1st the hurricanes know to stop yes they do I mean, they've read the book yeah yeah they know all right on to the news brought you by back to the mouse.com go check out back to the mouse.com for all of your disney cruise line stateroom picture need stateroom reviews menus all kinds of stuff some trip reports Fascinating things over there on backtothemouse.com. Go give it a click. So, first news item. Disney bands coming to the Disney magic. Well, it's the Disney band plus. I already failed at reading this, didn't I, Michelle? Yes, there's no magic. Let's see. Well, it's coming to the magic, though. Okay. So, the not magic band is coming to the Disney magic. Sure. Correct. All right. So, Disney Cruise Line announced 
The third ship will be getting the Disney Band Plus starting on October 22nd, 2023. This is on the Disney Magical, or Disney Magic, sorry. It will be the wearable device that can open your door and pay and all that fun stuff. So far, the Disney Wish and the Disney Fantasy both have them. Our trip report with Sarah Tolch from the Disney Fantasy a few a month ago or so. Uh, we talked quite a bit about the rollout. She was on the first cruise with the Disney Band Plus on the Fantasy. So, dates to expect for the rest of the fleet because the Dream and the Wonder still do not have it. We're already in September, but Disney has confirmed that the technology will be fleet-wide by the end of 2023. And if the Dream is the last one to get it across the fleet, we will know because we are on it at literally the end of 2023. I mean, reading that press release means we have to have the Disney Band Plus on the Dream on New Year's, or they're liars. And we know Disney has been liars before, so I'm not, not still not holding what? anything. And the Wonder's about to, don't they have a dry dock coming up? Yeah, so they'll probably get it in the dry dock, so that would be my guess. But watch for that coming soon to the Disney Magic. So that's exciting. That's the first bit of news. The other bit of news, our friends in Bar Harbor, Maine. We like to talk about Bar Harbor, Maine, don't we? You like to talk about it. I do. They have inspired another community in Alaska, Sitka. Um, Sitka resident Larry Edwards. He said he was inspired by what Bar Harbor, Maine did. So they're looking to limit the number of passengers coming to Sitka, Alaska. So this year, Sitka has seen over 550,000 guests. That more than doubles the amount of visitors they had pre-pandemic. And in 2022, they set their previous record at 383,000 cruise passengers. So it's just kind of growing exponential. The city of Sitka is 8,500 residents. So that's where the concern comes from is that it way outpaced how many people are actually there um mr edwards said he's actually not like the cruise industry since the early 90s so not shocking he's been anti-cruise but for a long time so his proposed limit 240,000 cruise visitors per year a number derived as the average of the last 20 years of pre-pandemic visitor data so he threw out the two biggest years but to make his average by the way which come on Mr. Edwards, you got to count them all. Furthermore, the proposed weekly limits of 13,350 visitors and daily limits based on Sitka's existing population to avoid overcrowding. And then visiting ships would have to secure a permit for an authorized spot in the Sitka cruise visitation schedule under this initiative. And every vessel must have a fair shot at scheduling across the cruise season, even if not admitted to the schedule in certain desired days or weeks while accepting so it he's made all kinds of crazy rules and this is going to be a ballot initiative for the community to vote on if he gets a petition drive to get 800 signatures he goes on to say getting 800 signatures will be absolutely no problem even though he has not started collecting 800 signatures which i will say mr edwards is not as easy as it sounds because they have to be registered voters in that area and in that city and uh, yeah good luck buddy um that's all i'll say in nicknames birth dates signatures 
a petition is not as easy as it sounds. So there you go. Sitka, Michelle, thoughts, concerns? Well, I like how he's like, they have to have like a, you know, permit or, you know, spot. You have to do that anyway. Right. You're already like, doing that, dude. You just need to talk to the port schedule. Like, I, yeah, I, it. you don't need both. I would be stupid to have both. So I, you already have a spot in the port and then, oh, you still have to apply for this. Right. Let's double up the, so you're going to double the amount of paperwork, but yet limit how many people can come. So financially, who's. I, it is who's taking the hit, the city on tax revenue. Um, there's lots of questions there, Mr. Edwards. But uh, good luck with your petitioning because I will say it's not as easy as it sounds. Moving on, let's talk about today's, today's topic, Michelle. Um, we have gotten this question from several different people of, we are going on an adults-only Disney cruise, or we're thinking about an adults-only Disney cruise. Why would we cruise Disney as adults? What are the reasons? Like, isn't it just for kids type of thing? So so let's start out by talking about our adults-only cruise experience. Michelle, what adult-only cruises have we been on? So we've been on Disney, we've been on Royal, and we've been on Celebrity as adult-only. I've also done um, Norwegian as well, adult-only-wise. So you've covered mo- all the major lines All the ones there. that we're talking about in our shows. Right. So I've been on Royal Celebrity and Disney. We've done Disney twice as adults only. Is three that times. three times? Yeah, three times. Three times adult only. So, and uh, we've enjoyed all of our adult only cruises, I feel. But they're all very different experiences. Right. And the first time we did Disney for adult only, we actually did it to try it out. I mean, we were celebrating our 10th anniversary, but yes. we also did it to try it out to make sure Doug could do it before going with the kids and then leaving me with the kids on my own because he got sick or something. So yeah, because I was just... His yeah. motion sickness we just weren't sure about. So we scheduled it uh, just a quick three-night one in the very beginning just to see if he could actually handle it. Um, yeah, because as they were rolling out like the Disney dream, I remember thinking like, well, that's a really cool Disney thing I'll never be able to do. And then you're like, yeah, we're going to go do that. That's kind of how that went. You're like, you're going to figure it out. No, you said you think you you thought you could do it. So let's get a schedule. Okay, that's how you remember it? That's exactly how it went down. <laughs> you're hilarious. It was like, you need to go figure it out because I'm going on a cruise with or without you. That's how I remember it. Not how it happened. How it happened. Nope. It's totally how it happened. Anyway, so that was our very first one. Um then was our next adult-only cruise celebrity. We did the Edge inaugural sailing. Together, yes. Yeah. And um, yes, together. You've done other, you did like Oasis-class ships and stuff in there. And like the Norwegian something, something. But, and when we say adults only, it's not the only adults on board. It's just only adults in your family are going. We're not sailing with kids or nieces or nephews or anything like that. Um, the way to get adults only would be Virgin and some other select sailings. Yep. Um, so I did Royal in 2021 on the Freedom of the Seas. And then uh, we also did Adult Only on the Dream for your birthday. Yep. And then we also did The Wish. We did The Wish, Adults yeah. Only. I forget about The Wish because it wasn't supposed to be Adults Only. No, because the sailing, because the inaugural was delayed, the kids had activities like band and cross country. And so we took all of them off the reservation and then 
just decided to sail on her own. That was the only one I've ever felt guilty about going without the kids. Because they were supposed to be there. Right. Darn it, Disney and their We celebrated schedule. our 20th anniversary on that one. We so. did. We've had a great time not getting into Palo. <laughs> All right. So what adult offerings does Disney have on its ship, Michelle? So there's several. So most ships have a, and I say most because the newest ones don't, um, have like an adult exclusive area. So like the nightclubs. Um, the Then there's the pool, and that actually is on the Wish as well. Have an adult only like pool area. It's not like a big, you know, lap pool or anything like no. that. Just a little small like socializing pool. Because most adults don't really swim around the pool. They just sit by the pool. Right. It's more about by the pool. Maybe put your feet in. Yeah. And then on Disney's specialty dining restaurants, those are adult only. Um, no one under 18. Might as well name them all because it's, you know, not a royal ship. There's only so many. So on the Wonder and the Magic, there's Paulo. On the Dream and the Fantasy, there's Paulo and Remy. And then on the Wish, and then soon to be the Treasure, there is Paulo's Steakhouse, and there is Ashante. Ashante. Which is a lot like Remy, really. It's French. You know, because we've been there. I don't. I'm not <laughs> fancy enough to go. It I'm seems just, like. It appears. I'm yes. sure someone's correcting me out there. Yes. Yeah. So that's the dining offering that is adult only. There's the Cove Cafe that is adults only in the adult only area. That's your coffee shop. Um, it's where I go to get you your Rice Krispie treats mainly. Yeah. Adults or with kids. Um, quite a bit of lounge space, I think, on the Dream and the Fantasy. Like bars and nightclubs? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, like, no pool deck-wise. I think they, they did yeah. a good job with that. Yeah, except for if you're, you know, on those decks is the, with your family, like, staying-wise, you have True. to walk through. So the forward elevator shaft ends up in the adult-only area, so there are kids randomly walking through. It's just usually supposed to not walk and not deal. stop, but... Yeah. I, I've never been bothered by it, but yeah. I also have children, and I know... Right. Some people yeah. don't. Yeah. And some yeah. people don't want to see, the, see any kids, but... Don't see any children. Disney's probably not your, your choice if you want don't want to see any kids, but um, you can, there are ways to minimize the children. Yeah. Let's talk about areas where you, after 9 o'clock, you don't see children on the ship. That would be the adult-only areas of the ship, and... Four of the five current ships have pretty decent-sized adult-only areas. When I say four of the five, the Wish has adult-only venues, but they're sprinkled throughout the ship, right? Right. There's no, like, you walk into this area, and then you're going to just have adults. Right. And they all have, like, on the Dream and the Fantasy, they, they have, like, names, like the District and things like that. So what are your thoughts on some of those? No, I mean, it's a great place to see some, like, live entertainment. So um, you have vocalists, you have, um, uh, like... Well, you have the silent disc DJ or disco party. The silent dance party is one night. Sure. Um, match Your Mate happens in, the in like, the nightclub area. They do all kinds of adult-only entertainment, too. Yeah. There's, like, four different bars back in there something like that is quite a few to pick from um 
there's a sports bar type. They always call it a pub because they like don't want to admit that it's a sports bar, but it's a sports bar. It's tiny usually. That's one of the bigger bars though, um, in my there's opinion. A, there's a champagne bar. That one's tiny. Yeah. The I like my favorite one is Pink on the Dream. Right. It's mm-hmm. modeled after a Dumbo, when uh, you have all the bubbles floating around. Mm-hmm. Bubble, um, the bubbles. What and then Skyline on the Dream of the Fantasy. That is where the city changes. Yeah. The back the backdrop of the bar. And then there's like the carousel or the Europa. Um, the main kind of bar, which usually has the live entertainment. I can't ever remember the names of those because it's kind of the first thing you walk into on the Dream of the Fantasy. La Piazza. There you go. La and the Piazza. District Lounge. The District Lounge. All right. And then the nightclubs on the Dream of the Fantasy, you have Evolution and the Tube. And those are the bigger venues where you'll see like the Magician and that sort of stuff do their adult-only shows. We've gone to quite a few of those adult-only shows over the years, haven't we? Yeah, sometimes they're they're better than than the the kids ones, obviously, because they can like speak freely. There's still nothing, obviously, like really adult adult, but it's no. just more grown up than for like you know five six year olds. Yeah, my favorite one though was Marcus Monroe. He said, "Well, this is the adult only show, so to make it adults only, I'm gonna say a bad word." And then he said one bad word, and then he carried on. But it was still a, a fantastic show, but. Uh, that's kind of the adults only stuff there's really not a ton of food in that there it's there's some bar food you can order and sporadically like some wings and things on a little buffet um the magic and the wonder are set up similarly but not quite exactly wouldn't you say they they kind of have their their own little area but it's not quite as all-encompassing as the dream and the fantasy yeah definitely they're they're just they they've increased their well, it got better to the dream and the fantasy, and then we went backwards on the wish and the treasure. Way backwards on the wish. Yeah. Yeah, because it's they have the venues, they have the piano bar, they have the other things they have, but they're all spread out. Where here, if there's like live music playing in the La Piazza, and then the next live thing is in the tube, you just walk a little ways and you're there. You don't have to worry about bumping into children. But on the the wish, for some reason, they thought, yeah, we need to spread this out, didn't they? Um, there's also like another bar area outside of Palo and Remy, or Enchante and Palo Steakhouse. There's like a cigar bar in that area. Um, something that you'll see in lots of these different venues throughout your cruise is the um, like alcohol tastings. Yeah, that's where they're going like to put those. Um, and you can schedule those in advance um, or, you know, check with them and see if they have a waiting list or any cancellations when you get on board. But yeah. Kind of like booking an excursion, right? It's exactly when you can book them, yes. Yes, exactly like booking an excursion, although you don't excurd. You just are on the ship. Is excurd a word? No. Okay. Well, and like drink tasting ops, we did a mixology class where they mixed up drinks we've done one mixology class and that was enough that will never happen again too much alcohol we are not big drinkers we ended up giving away like the last three drinks it was a lot of alcohol for the price it was the only night i missed dinner ever ever. on any of your cruises yeah um but they have like cognac tastings and whiskey and 
Do they ever, have you ever seen like a margarita one? I don't think I've seen that. Mm -hmm. You probably would have done that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they'll do um, tastings where they pair it with chocolate and things like that too. So that's a fun adult only activity. You definitely don't have to worry about any other kids getting in there and doing that. Um, let's talk about the non-adult. Did we cover all the adult only spaces? I mean, yes. I mean, we didn't really talk about the Wish and like Luna. Well, let's talk about Luna. Tell us about Luna. Well, they're so they're gonna have adult only activities in there, like in the evenings. But I mean, obviously, it's open to the outside, so kids are gonna walk through. So it's it's not very private. So nothing like evolution. There's no walking randomly but, through. But I mean, it. you're still not gonna have kids in the venue. Right. They, they they make sure then they they do keep them out. So yeah, but they can be around it where they can still hear what's happening. It's so weird. Right. But but yeah, like did you say we? They offer trivia and things like that for adults only, even throughout oh, the day. No. Yeah, throughout the day, there's like 18 plus trivia. Yeah, every time that like we find something that will work for us, for our whole family, it's like adults only. <laughs> yeah. Kid, like Sam is usually mad. Well, now Sam in December can go with us. Yeah, she can go to the adults only. And they're going to be like, she's not 18. She's, why is your 12-year-old with you? But she's really 18. Yeah. So. It's frightening. So what about the non-adult only areas? How do you make that work for an adult only cruise? What type of things do you do different? Well, Disney kind of does it different. Like, so for your main dining room rotations, they're usually not going to pair up, you know, um, an adult couple with a family with of five. A, yeah. With little <laughs> kids. So, um, I have heard of sometimes they don't exactly hit the jackpot on, you know, making, you know, the matching of people together, but Usually, like for our first adults only cruise, um, we actually were seated with two other couples. Mm -hmm. And, you know, someone was celebrating their wedding, their honeymoon. Yeah, honeymoon. And the other ones had been married longer than us. So. And they were doing an anniversary cruise like we were. Yeah, so they they did a very good job pairing us up there. Um, so you can We are still Facebook friends with them. Right. And then on our other adult only ones, we actually sat by ourselves. It was kind of around it was, COVID. Yeah, we you weren't. Can, you can request your own, you know, a, a private table. It's not necessarily going to be granted. Um, it may for not sure. be as much fun. I, I agree with that statement. Because Michelle stuck with me the whole time. I agree she with that wouldn't want new friends. Yeah. But um, also the spa. I guess we didn't talk about the spa. Oh, earlier. yeah. Let's talk about the spa. I mean, You're a big right, spa talk, person. We're not going to talk about it too much, but there is a spa. <laughs> and uh, lots it's of adult, things happen it's there. It's adult only. So. Yeah. Um, and there's also a salon that's adult only on a lot of the ships too it's um, located in the spa and a lot of the ships oh it's not on the wish that's right. what makes the, the wish, wish and weird. the treasure uh, tangled yeah separate yeah yeah and the hook and barbary is adults only as well mm -hmm. um but the spa has the rainforest room one thing that is probably better on the wish they expanded the footprint of the spa so that's good yeah. i know people were happy about that yeah yeah so the spa, adults only. We don't really spa, though. Lots of people love it, though. Um, what other, is there any other, like, what about the regular pool deck? If you're without kids, any tips for managing that chaos or just go to the adult-only area? I mean, I would probably go to the adult-only area. I would say go up a deck. Don't be on the pool deck unless you really want to be in the pool. But the pool ends up as, like, a kid soup. Mm -hmm. There's so many kids in like a tiny little pool, so I mean, avoid it. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to watch Funnel Vision, I would suggest the top deck. Yeah, up up another deck yeah. away from the pool. That would be about the yeah. only advice. Just stick to the adults only pool if you're adults only. All right, let's talk about when you're off of the ship. 
How does Disney handle adults only when you're off the ship? There's a couple different things they do. One is with excursions, right, Michelle? Yeah, some excursions you see that age is going to be limited, so you're going to have adult only um, adults only allowed to book certain excursions. Yes, so you can do 18 plus excursions, like um, they might go to a winery or something like that. In Europe, there was a ton of adult only offerings for excursions, like a ton, and they all involved alcohol of some way, shape, or form. Right, and you also see that in the Caribbean with rum or um, tequila um, type of offerings too for adults only. So that's and there was some that don't involve alcohol that were adults only, like um, like say Rome. There's the the standard we're gonna go to the Vatican and then we're gonna look at some other sites from the outside type of excursion for Rome. Well, they also offered an adults only version for that. Doesn't mean they did anything adult like on the excursion. But it meant you weren't going to be annoyed by a six-year-old that was bored in the Vatican going, why are we looking at a ceiling of a church? Right? Yeah. Um, the other big thing I think that Disney does really well is at Castaway, isn't it? Yeah, so there's a, a, a separate private beach. Very separate. For adults only. It's it's a long jaunt, so I suggest taking the little tram. Unless you want a really, really long, hot walk. We've done it. We've done it. Alden Once. runs to it all the time. Alden's weird. <laughs> um, so Serenity Bay, um, it even has its own um, cookout right. area. I think that's the biggest thing is you don't have to go back to the general population to eat. You get to a, eat in adults only and they offer steak. It's not like magical steak. It's it's just it's, it's, I I'm yeah, not I, I wasn't impressed, but but, <laughs> but you don't have but they offer little it. kids like running around you while you're trying to you know grab your no. There's like, no toddlers when tray. you're trying to eat. Yeah, there also are cabanas over there as well that you can reserve. Um, they go just as fast as the as the family they ones. They used though. to be the only ones that, like you could mm -hmm. snag those. They used yeah. to be not anymore. No. Um, they also have, um, you can usually get a massage over there as well if you book it in advance. So yes. different different offerings. Um, in my opinion, there's more bartenders over there um, because they know, you know, yeah. those are the people that are drinking. But yeah. I, Disney does a fantastic job with Serenity Bay. It's still just a beach, right? It's not anything other than a beach, chairs, and umbrellas. Yeah. But what is the cost to get into Serenity Bay? Because we talked in the news the other week about Royal Caribbean offering an adults-only area on Perfect Day. And there was, what, 40 to some dollars, depends on the number of ships in port. What is the cost of Serenity Bay, Michelle? Nothing. It's included. Right. And yeah. the food it's also food included too. there. Yep. So, the drinks are not. <laughs> no, the drinks, drinks Nowhere. are never included. <laughs> but it, but you can charge them to your key card, so like to your room account. Right. So it's a it, it's a really nice offering for adults only. You don't really see kids until you get back to the ship and you're getting in an elevator to go up to the rest of the adults only area. So um, how do you think your itinerary might impact your adults only cruise on Disney? Well, I mean, avoiding like holiday times or... Um, summers i mean you're gonna have less kids overall true um i would say like if you're gonna do like a british isles or something like later in the the calendar year like post September, labor day yeah you'd overall have less kids um 
yeah, I didn't think about it that way. I really didn't. You, Yeah, I was thinking about, like, if you do a transatlantic, you're going to have less kids. You do Panama Canal, but you have less those? kids. Those are not during holidays or, fall, or breaks. So. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, also, I think you're going to see the most kids on the three and four nights and the seven night in the, you know, the Bahamas and the Caribbean. That's yeah. where you're going to see the most kids yeah, easily. I mean, they're the most affordable. They're the most easy to, you know, not have to take the kids out of school for a long time. Um, there's lots of different, you know, pluses on those. And seeing how the kids do on a cruise like, the first time. When we've talked about our cruises with people, never have I had anybody like when Claire was like five or six, anybody's like, oh, was she old enough to enjoy that cruise? No one said that about the Bahamas. But when we did Alaska, we got back like, oh, was she old enough for that one? Like, they all questioned whether taking a six-year-old to Alaska was worth it. Spoiler alert, it is. But I think Alaska had significantly less children on it. less little kids, Less little, say. yes. Yeah. Which, what annoys you more, little kids or middle schoolers, I don't know. Depends on what you're around but it just—it really just depends on the exact middle kids. schooler. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've been on cruise where middle schoolers don't bother us at all. And Not at other, all. Other. And then there's one where I yell at them. Yeah, the teacher, the teacher voice, the teacher voice the comes out. Coach, coach voice, and yeah. comes out. Yeah, I think that was only one time I did that though. So, yeah, I think the itinerary does impact it. The time of year, also the location you're going to europe would be slightly less kids as well however you do get kids from spain kids from england kids from italy in europe and in my opinion more kids are on the disney ship versus the royal caribbean norwegian ships over there so right so um, especially like disney because like that's their opportunity to go see mickey mouse in an easier sort of way um so there you go all right so michelle how does Disney adults only compared to royal or celebrity for adults only, or Norwegian for that matter. Well, taking the celebrity out of it because it's more geared towards adults. That's a whole different thing, right? Yeah, so we'll compare Royal Caribbean and Norwegian. Um, So they're still going to have things like shows and things that are 18 plus. Um, There's there's some spaces that are still 18 plus on those ships. Um, The difference, I would think, is that specialty dining, um, most of them are family friendly. There's a few that are adults only and a few that you wouldn't really want to pay for a kid to go but so that also helps that mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um but overall you can do more different variety of specialty dining on those with um i mean kids can go on those so you aren't necessarily secluded as much like on the disney ships where they can't right be in power. um royal caribbean ships have the solarium which is an amazing place to um, lay out not necessarily have to worry about the weather so even if it's raining or sunburn yeah, or a sunburn. Yeah, um, it's relaxing. Um, it's it's 16 plus, I believe, in those, though. Which is a weird age, but whatever. I think that's yeah. fine. Yeah. I can handle that one. Yeah, and I mean, they both have spas, too, so um, that. Yeah, I think one thing Disney does better is it hides the children. Like, you know where you're going to see children, and the clubs suck up a bunch of them. Where I don't think the clubs on the other cruise lines absorb the number of elementary school kids as well. That's my thought. I. It's not an official thought. Michelle's not agreeing with my thought. No, I. I mean, though the other the other cruise lines they still have a ton of kids go to the kids clubs, so it's okay. 
it's just that, in my opinion, those ships don't have quite as many, like, kids per capita. Like, gotcha. Like, more adult people sail Norwegian and Royal if they're not having, if they're not bringing their kids along. All right, let's talk about celebrity for adults only. So, totally different on the number of kids that are on the ship. Much older crowd. Um, there are still kids on board. It's they're, just, they're still there. It's just not as many. It's an upscale experience compared to the other two cruise lines. They're still great. It's just celebrity is like a step up. Yeah. So if you're adults only cruise, you're looking for something more upscale. Celebrity might be it. But if you still kind of want the Disney magic and be able to meet characters and that sort of stuff, that's where you're going to fall um, in line, where celebrity will kind of let you down, would you say? Like the fun adventure side. There's no water slides on Celebrity. Like even though you're on an adults only trip, you still might want to go mix it up in the water slides and that sort of stuff where you're going to see the kids, right? Yeah. The, yeah. You can definitely vary your experience based on what you, you want to do or accomplish. So, all right. Well, any final thoughts on cruising DCL Disney Cruise Line as an adult? I would say the the only the only thing that I would like to point out is you need a little general appreciation of Disney. Like if you hate Disney, I wouldn't go on a Disney cruise. Um, you don't have to love every single thing that Disney's ever produced. Um, if you just want to um, have a have a great experience and be taken care of, then I think Disney Cruise Line is for you, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be that you bring your kids on board. Right. You can definitely do it as an adult. You don't have to have a kid with you. So there you go. Final thoughts on cruising DCL as an adult. It's a lot of fun. We've done it before. We'll probably do it again. We don't have one booked right now. Um, our next Disney cruise, I might pretend I don't have my children with us, Michelle. I really expect you to do that. Yes. They're kind of, I'm kind of at that point, but I'm not. I'll get on there and then I'll, I'll be sad when we don't all do stuff together all the time. Not really. Okay. A little well, bit. We're going to get probably too much of Sam on the Sam, next one. Sam is going to Palo with us, so wait for that trip report. She likes to eat the favorite. Her favorite food is yellow, so it should be interesting. Which they'll still give them okay. mac and cheese and everything. but she, It's Italian yeah. food. She'll be fine. Yeah. Just fine. All right. Well, that will do it, so why don't you go online and find us on all those social medias. We are at rope drop on deck on all the things except still no tiktok no we're not ticking or talking and if you want to book an adults only cruise you can email michelle at michelle at touringplans.com so for michelle i'm doug this has been another rope drop on deck